I've only had great experiences. Um, yeah. Everybody I've ever worked with is actually still my best friend. Oh, my God. Um, well, that's because you're... You know. I haven't... I The only reason I haven't asked you to be a, a, mm-hmm. a future godparent is because I have, like, mm-hmm. 70 godparents yeah, from all they're of all my lined up. Mm-hmm. comedy teams. Um, <laughs> we love each other. We respect each other. Send each other um, um, cards at the holidays. Yeah, we make out a little, you know, just, like, the, <laughs> stuff like that. Build uh, each other up. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, comedy comedy is about friendship. It's such a healthy business. Hey, Victoria. Oh, hey, Chelsea. You know, I could use. What can you use? A Breath of Fresh movie. Ah, uh-huh. You know, I need one of those so cool. fucking bad. Mm. <laughs> I don't mm. know why I felt the need to curse. <laughs> This is a Breath of Fresh movie, a weekly podcast where me, Victoria Harley, and me, Chelsea Pope, we watch a movie neither one of us has ever seen before, and then we talk about it. And we may not talk about everything, but we'll talk about anything. So ding, ding, spoilers ahoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two dings. Sometimes it's three dings. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Ding, ding, ding. No, I I liked it. I'm right no. by the bell. Ding <laughs> it as many times as you want, Victoria. <laughs> I'm holding a bell right now, and mm-hmm. every time I ding it, it sounds like I'm saying ding. It's just the sound the bell makes. So this week, okay, I'm breaking my own rule here. I know I just said a movie neither one of us has ever seen, but I lied because yeah. this week I have seen this movie, and I'll just quickly say that the reason it's come up is because we're going to talk about Triangle of Sadness next week. And yeah. when Chelsea went to see Triangle of Sadness, she described the plot to me. I'm like, God, that sounds like swept away. And I don't know. We, I finally was like, here, watch it. I can't wait to hear what you think. Like, I'm so excited oh, for today. Yeah. Like, especially because you were texting me. Like, we both agree that both these films deserve to live in the world. But there's so much going on in Swept Away that is, like, so damn close to what goes yeah, on in Triangle Yeah, there's just a Sadness. lot of similarities. And, and there's even just some... Just some shot composition stuff that feels very I mean, co- reminiscent. So I just, I, it's not that it hasn't been acknowledged from what I've seen, the connection. It? it does, I mean, by others. Okay, because I, I don't haven't think it's been seen actively any of acknowledged by its maker. And that's as, okay. As a, a wink or homage. Yeah. I guess. I which, mean, what, you, you, you know. But the yeah, the movie but, is but swept t- away. But today's movie, yes, is the 1974 film. Swept away. 75. 74. It came out in 74 in Italy. I think I saw both. It's both. Yeah. Uh, which the full title is Swept Away but an Unusual Destiny in the Blue Sea of August. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was directed by Lena Vertmuller, who everyone should know, if for no other reason than the fact that she's the first woman to ever have been nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director. Yeah. I didn't know that. It seems like a... Thing I know, I don't. I don't actively brush up on my. I don't. You know, nominated. I know maybe isn't as celebrated as one, but this woman. I mean, we've talked about Elaine May. Sure, we've talked about. You know, there was Ida Lupino, and there's there's a few others, Dorothy Arzner, but female uh, filmmakers. Just it. It's just not. Yeah, there just weren't many. You know, and then this woman kind of, I don't want to say became a household name because I was sort of checking in with. You know, my mother and some other people like kind of. Did, did you remember her? Do you remember this being a big deal? Sure. And I, the only proof I can offer is that on SNL, Lorraine Newman did a parody character of uh, Lena Vertmuller. Oh, like she okay. wore the light, the white glasses, and everything. Now I couldn't find footage of this, which broke my heart. If someone finds it, please send it to me. Um, but you know, the fact that. You know, there's lots of things on SNL that don't age well or that we don't remember. Like, if you go back to 96, there's a, a whole bunch of references to Bob Dole, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. people now are like, who the fuck was that? You know, mm-hmm. it's, I get that some things don't last. But, you know, generally speaking, SNL, they're counting on most people getting this reference. Yeah. So I just think it's really interesting that this woman was being recognized and celebrated in an era that, you know, women don't have a great time. I mean, the 70s aren't great for women, you know. Um I don't know. It just, it's... Well, the lady in this movie doesn't have a great time. No, she does not. Right. Um, so this is a, I mean, I would call it like a tragic comedy. I mean, it's funny, but it's also incredibly political. Um, it's satirical. I mean, it's so many different things. Uh, how would you call, what genre would you assign this? Yeah, I think it's a satire, it's a romantic tragedy, uh, dark comedy. Yeah. 
All the it's above. Got, like, the, yeah. It's got triangle sadness vibes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I guess just because I'll be saying the same thing about that yes. too tonally. Well, that's okay. That I mean, there's a lot of similarity there, although yeah. it is it is more focused on just these two characters. There's a larger yes. there's a larger ensemble of, of characters in Triangle, True. whereas this is more hyper-focused. Yeah, um, it becomes much more... And I think that's where the, the sort of male-female primordial thing about it, it also becomes possible. You right. know, it's a man and a woman alone together, you know, um, which is hot. <laughs> just going to say, I yeah. fucking think this movie is very sexy. Um, what is it about? <laughs> what is it about? Okay, so um, during a boat trip into the Mediterranean Sea, um, two people uh, become... Oh, I'm reading the wrong fucking thing. No? Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Okay, let me start over. A boat trip into the Mediterranean Sea becomes a trip into the fragile frameworks that separate rich and poor. More specifically... Did you think you were reading the triangle? I was, yes. Because that's, it's probably the same thing. I mean, that's exactly, except not Mediterranean. That's the only difference. That's why I paused, because, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, am I reading the right one here? Um, Two people from this yacht trip, um, a sailor who works on the boat and an Italian woman who's paying for the boat... Um, they end up shipwrecked because they go out on a raft and then like the, the motor breaks down and they end up drifting and they mm-hmm. wind up on this island. And once they come onto the island, obviously the power dynamics are going to shift because there's the social hierarchy isn't there. And he's the one who knows how to make the fire. Yes. We're going to be saying a lot of similar stuff yeah. to next. He's the one yeah. who's the uh, more astute survivalist. Yes. Like before they even get on. And he immediately, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we'll say that the the main character is Raffaella. She's played by Mariangela Malato. And Gennarino is played by Giancarlo Giannini. And there are some other people in this, but I mean, they're, they're gone. It's, it's like just the very beginning and just the very end do right. we get any other characters. Um, although I do want to talk about that ending when we get to it. Yeah. But before I start, I mean, do we need... Is this a spoilers problem? I mean, yeah, not, I would like, say this. Go ahead and and give it, a, give it a fresh watch if you can. But also, um, I I I hear you sounding like maybe it doesn't matter. I'm I, I kind don't, of torn. I feel like it does though. I yeah. mean, in general, let's just say yeah, like if you care enough, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but um, otherwise, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's not a thriller. You know, it's not like yeah. Oh, it was the. The little boy the whole time you know what i mean like it's trying I'm not... to tell you this dark existential societal humor yeah you kind of uh, have to just live through it yeah i guess is what i'm saying anyway what the hell did you think i uh, you know what i think i might have texted you a little too soon i liked okay. it i didn't love it okay um but i also am like yeah this is extremely extremely uh yeah foundational to triangle um while I understand and and, uh, and and appreciate the tone, it's consistent tone, mm-hmm. I think it just, uh, the soap operatic flip of, yeah. of their, of, you know, her, and the, the Stockholm Syndrome thing, yeah. and I hate to be all, oh, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't like how mean he is to her, but like, it really just gets to a point where I'm like, thank God. This world spo- starting with spoilers. I'm like, yeah. I just, like, thank God she got away. Like, ew. Like, I, <laughs> I just, I, I was not, uh, I was not, I, I was not brought into it. Gotcha. Like, I want, I, I wanted it to end. Wow. It didn't, okay. it didn't feel sincere. I mean, I, I definitely think it's, ob- it is transitory. It is ephemeral. Like, there's, right. there's no way it can last, no matter what it right. is. I mean, I don't think she wasn't. In- she definitely fell for him. Like, she yes. fully submitted herself to him. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's healthy. I, I get what you're saying. I think, uh, yeah. No, yeah. No, I'm not. I gonna- didn't enjoy it, but I respect yeah. what it is. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like, um, like gender politics aren't a part of this movie. They are. Sure. But I think it's also if you can like he is the stand in for the director. He is the stand in sure. for the powerless one. I get what what you it's know? representing. Yeah. I get it. I, ju- I, yeah. I don't feel good watching it. I get that. It's I not get fun that. for me. It's hard it is like the scene where yeah, he does at one point like slap and beat this woman like over and over again and yeah, the whole so, oh tri- so i guess this would be one i would say actually is, maybe some a little content trigger warning sure. with yeah, this because yeah. there is like yeah he, he did like he rips her he rips her top off and yeah. he, like he's about to uh rape her 
and then stops and is like, no, I want you to want it and be in love with me, blah, blah, and then, yeah. and then she does get into him. So that, you yeah. know. Um, uh, but yeah, that's just a thing that, you know, I, There's a, I, totally, I can understand yeah. getting past all that. I totally. I understand not getting past I also, it. And I also, yeah. you know, just the, the, it is Italian and I yeah. hate to, I hate to. I know. You know where this is going. That's going to sound problematic, but there is yeah. something that I feel like is not problematic about what I'm not saying right now, which yes. is that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. She yeah. didn't like it. I get you. I get you. And that's it's not on the level of Bo is afraid. I get it, but, but yeah. hated it. But it's like, okay. I, I get this, but at a certain point it feels uh, like I'm not rooting for this. Yeah. So it, it, it does make it less uh, enjoyable. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, it's meant to be seen as necessarily a healthy thing. Right. I think it's, it's, I think, right, it is, it's problematic, but also... It can't work. I mean, it, like, there's no way it can, and, and not it, just for the emotional, toxic reasons. Right. So. It feels, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a, a truth about how people... Behave. Uh, uh, ...will adapt and adjust into these positions. Like, you know, it's not... Yeah. It's not unlikely that that could happen. It wasn't like it was uh, an, an entirely unrealistic, actually. And I said it was a little soap operatic. And sure, and it, yeah. the way they talk is a lot of the language is so stuffed. Yeah. Even like the beginning when, when this woman's talking to uh, yeah. like her husband in the water and they're, they're kind of going back they're and forth. They're arguing about communism. They're arguing. And... Yeah. So it's just very. Um, no, it is intense. Intentionally jargony. This is a very frenzied pace. All yeah. of her movies are kind of that. Well, not all, but the, the sort of four key films of the 70s that she made have a similarity of that. And uh, first time seeing it, it's a lot. It's like I, a mammoth type of play but like more jargon and I get and I get like the there's a lot I, of back and forth yes yeah. and I think you know I'm I'm seeing this with the benefit of having watched it several times and being familiar with like other films of hers so I mean even the um I don't know again I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like well it's an, it's just an allegory you know like no that's to, I understand but I understand I, where you're coming from but though. I it's very good at that and it's yeah and it's very it, it it and, is good. But I think... It's just a taste thing, I think. Absolutely. And I happen to really love, like, yeah. Italian aesthetic, and, and I absolutely. like... I like... And this um, is in that vein with it. Like, again, with that dark humor that mm -hmm. is not the friendliest with women, but that's not really the, the point, or maybe that yeah. is the point, is to be uncomfortable with, like, divorce Italian style. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, there's there's there are other... There's a, there's a greater statement that is being made about that dynamic. Yeah, I think uh, there's, like... In the way that, again, Triangle has parts to it. Right. I feel like this has like a couple of different phases to it. And, and the music, I think, is somewhat like indicative of those changes. Because once once she submits to him, he kind of, he sort of loses himself as well. And that's not yeah. to make up for anything. But from that moment on, he's doomed to be the, the victim of the situation now. Like in the way that she will eventually leave, there's no way this can he can keep her or have this love that they think they ha you know what I'm saying like yeah it's like circumstantial but then she does try to avoid the boat that comes or like she she uh, right she she goes to him to tell him that he she deliberately hid from potential rescue yeah so that. Like to prove so her could, loyalty yeah. to him mm -hmm. because she's aware of that as well. She's aware of the, yeah. the conditional. Yeah. You know, let's just get away from the world. Yeah. We're Romeo and Juliet. Let's just get away from it all. They don't, they won't understand us out in the big world. I mean, that's the it's thing. Us against them. Well, and that's the thing. He just, he's like, no, we have to go back because I need to, I need to I know. I need to know. It's like, dude, you already know. Good. And And I mean, and I think actually there's like a couple of shots where, there's like one scene where I think they're in the dunes together and there's just this very slow pan out while he's holding her while she's asleep. Mm -hmm. And there's a, I, I don't know, I could be projecting, but I feel like there's a look of recognition on his face that like, oh no, this is, this is temporary and like, absolutely, I'm just grasping here, you right. know? And maybe that's not accurate. Um, I think that, I think that's what's being shown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'm just, um, and then, I mean, there's, and that's like the end of it, you know, but I'm, I'm thinking about there's this first phase where she's on the boat and very much in control uh, or on the raft and in control. And the, and the way that she is constantly talking bullshit, it just, 
she like maybe it's just the way it was translated but mm -hmm. um there's so many things she says that i'm like fuck everybody fucking says that the rich people fucking say that like she's constantly i hate incompetence you just don't know what you're doing even though he's i'm the only one who knows anything on this boat but she has the nerve to still high hat him yeah you know and they're on it's so they start on the boat she wants to go for a swim takes her out on the raft then the motor breaks down. They spend the night on that raft. They wake up and it's, you know, days keep going by and he catches a sardine for them to eat. Like it takes a lot of time. Right. They're starving. They have nothing. And right. he's like, here, you know, take it. And he does enjoy watching her struggle to eat it. There's no question. But she tries to eat it and then she ends up just flinging it back in the water. Like <laughs> after he spent literally three hours trying to get this one tiny sardine. And she says something like, well, fasting's good for you. Oh, man. Yeah, that Fuck was a good you. scene. Fuck you. Like, that was so, I don't know. And there's a lot of things like that. She she wants to criticize him, but then when it, well, where are we going? It's like, oh, well, don't involve me. Why would you involve me? I don't yeah. know anything about it. And it's like, well, do you or don't you? You know, yeah. and I just, that experience of being in service, like when they're on the yacht, he has to listen to her run her mouth and he's just watching. And like, you can see the disbelief on his face of just like, who is this cunt? But I don't know. It's like once they're separated, he doesn't really get to assert himself and say no until like the moment where he climbs up to the top of the mountain and looks around and sees that there's nothing like there's no hotel. There's nothing. You know, it's not a resort island. It's nothing. And that's when everything changes. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, the, like the sociological element, you know, and I yeah. think initially it's satisfying because we've been watching this guy get his balls busted this whole time. And we're identifying with him like as I feel like the audience at that point, or at least I did. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't identify with this rich woman. You oh, know, sure. I identify with this this poor sailor. And his refusal to engage with her feels like this very happy revolt. But then it takes on this this other component. Right. And you're right. There's this scene that like, yeah, for some people, I'm sure is hugely triggering. And so I don't, you know, it, it is. And a lot of her films will have, I'm not going to say they all have a rape scene in them. But she, she is, she's twisting. She, and she wants you to look at it. She wants you to look at it. That's mm -hmm. exactly it. And I get that that's maybe not what some people need. Or they don't, like, I've seen it. Sure. <laughs> you know, so I, sure. I get all that. But there is something kind of um, sort of wild about him pushing it to the limit and then denying her. Because there's kind of like a, she goes from this resistance to kind of, like yeah, being into it, and right. I'm not. I'm not saying that's how it works. I'm not trying to like you know justify that no means yes thing, right. you know. But th there's something really intense about that like foreplay, for lack of better words. And um, you know, she ends up topless. It's very exposed, and that exposure I think is like kind of like a theme of the film it's like sure. what what happens when things are exposed or, or what what takes over or what what do you do when nobody's looking you know mm -hmm. what i mean when you when you when you dispense with the idea of shame when you dispense with the idea of class like what happens and i think that the fact that it kind of gets to fucking seems just kind of great to me yeah. i don't know i really love this movie it's um, good i it is good I don't know. Um, I think, it's, yeah, everything you said, it's relevant. <laughs> it makes sense. Big, I, big allegory vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's also just some very funny punchline-y things. Like, mm -hmm. they're on that raft, and she says something about how, like, oh, it's unsinkable. Cut to them pulling the sunken raft, like, onto the shore, and yeah. her being like, I will sue the company. <laughs> because right. she's still in that mode. Like, I'll pay you it for that It is fish. a dark comedy. Yeah, You know, definitely. so don't you don't take the weight of much too seriously. Yeah. Right. And, you know, if you want to learn how to curse in Italian, great movie for that. Yeah, they do they do that a lot. They do it a lot. Um, I liked the moment at the, when he discovers the chapel, mm -hmm. just because it's sort of, he, said, he makes some comment about the, the cross, and he says something like, you know, oh, I can't get away from you, mm -hmm. you know, like to, from God or, or any of it. And he says, worse than Coca-Cola. You know, it's, just, <laughs> it's just like these little lines like yeah. that. And, you know, the scene where he is beating her and slapping her around, the things he's saying, and I mean, you, I think the fact that he's screaming about things like, um, 
hospitals that poor people can't get into, the price of meat and cheese, um, pension tax, surtax, income yeah, tax. Yeah, I get what it represents. Yeah. I'm not trying to miss the forest no, for the I know trees, you, I but know it's you just don't. an image that's like, it's, oh, okay. No, no. Like, it, and yeah, I think I it. it's, yeah, it is unsettling and it's not fun for everyone. Yeah. But I think there's something, there was something really chilling about the very last piece of that. Um, he says, and this is also for making us frightened every time we hear the doorbell fuck me you know like i i i respect i respect the speech uh yeah i I get that that just this film was made about 50 years ago sure it's like 49 years or something and it's just and i'm and i don't i think like films have to they they will be made they're constantly in commentary we have a compulsion to kind of speak about history and, and triangle is doing that in a contemporary way right and that's great they should continue just as this was commenting in a contemporary way but the fact that this is 50 years old and the things it's a country that's it's very relevant it's a country that's wrestling with fascism and it, it's just chillingly um well no maybe not chillingly but i just i feel so seen i feel yeah. so recognized by this film in in this way that um like the w- working class are being seen and represented and in the end, they lose. You know, if if you take this as allegory, yeah. So it it's it's kind of I I, I don't know. It's heartbreaking in a way. Like I I. But again, I'm identifying hard with the main character with what I feel is yeah. like the main character, which is uh, Genario. So Genarino. Was there anything though that I mean? I get that maybe this wasn't for you. So I'm I know I'm okay. feeling a lot of the I, silence I feel, here. I, no, I I just didn't. But I, I'm, I'm also not trying to cut off your enthusiasm. No, 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 no. Why I'm not? I know. I'm not. But it was, spouting off. But I, I didn't hate it. I feel like I, I've had to say that a lot. No, no. I, <laughs> I think, didn't hate it. I think what I want to know though is like what what did you like about it? <laughs> Uh, every like most of it okay you know it's like a solid like three stars like it's not bad Mm -hmm. i'm just like that's it that's a major criticism that you know that it's it is one of those it take it takes me out of it even though as much as i'm it's just the same thing but like i'm not i'm not trying to say this is in any way uh the ire i felt with bo is afraid like Mm -hmm. levels but it's it's one of those I understand the allegory or I understand what's being done here, but it's just it's still just like oh yeah reaper like okay like oh I get it I get it and yeah. I get it was fifty years ago and I get we praised a whole other movie about a man who plots to kill his wife <laughs> like uh, you know so it's because the divorce stuff too. right and then, yeah yeah uh, just for him to get cucked again and the cycle yeah. to continue like it's like I get. That's part of black comedy, dark comedy. There are yeah. deaths that are shocking and violence that is shocking in Triangle of Sadness as well. The cruelty of um, of that. And the fact that he runs into the chapel is like a very important thing for you to, to note there because um, when we're left to our own devices to define our principles without, like, you know, it's mm-hmm. like he has to... He, he has to have that level of, I guess, uh, superstition or <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what checks him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, I had a better point, I think. To no, that, no, no, no. You know I, what I mean? I mean, I, yeah, put, yeah, yeah. I kind of put you on the spot. That's so, okay. I, mean, I appreciate it. But there's a lot to like. And I like I yeah. like the I like the zoom ins. And yeah, I think um, it's a lot of like she loves a close up. Like, her films are full. of Yeah. Close-ups. And I I like. I, I, I liked the, the humor, but it was very dark. Yeah. Uh, but then it also, it's a little bit, then the, the wife that runs up at the end, it's a little silly Billy, like divorce Italian style, yeah, was, which is like a little more consistent about the silly Billiness yeah, of it. Yeah, that's you know? true. No, it, it really um, is like tonally, it's like such it's a, a little surprise. And then the music too at the end was a little like cheekier than I kind of had at midnight run. Yeah. Like dissonance going yeah. on a little bit. Fair. Um, that's anyway. I meant to point out just in. No, I'm no. pointing that out because everything else was great. The performances yeah. are great. Yeah, they're hot people. They're hot people getting it on in the beach. You know, um, it's like but sand I feel, but I feel weird about it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, all of the dialogue, everything's really well performed. The comedic timing is really strong. It's yeah. very like quick. It has a get smart, I guess maybe kind of quality, but mm. Italian. Or is it very <laughs> back and forth? Yeah, zippy zappy, but it's not. Uh, it's slappy, but it's not slapsticky. Yeah. Uh, 
beautifully shot too you know yeah. and so uh mm-hmm. but it also seemed really hot oh like yeah. this is yeah uh well it was supposed to be august in sardinia it just yeah the burnt like just uh, oh they looked so like Oh man! But I kind of felt that way about Triangle. A oh, same. Too, right? Yeah, they like, they did a good job yeah. making it. Re- like, it would really suck to get stranded. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Or it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being shipwrecked with a communist, but that's just me. Um, yeah, I guess I, not I, this one, right? Yeah, this, this one specifically. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. 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 And I gotta say, like, my love for this actor, it's like this is not his most like beautiful iteration sure you know? so i'm like carrying he's over really he's really doing a great job he's i love him. i'm not i'm not yeah. i'm not hating on your boo i he's know he's very good in this thank everyone you. does a great job thank you yes yeah um yeah and i just love how the sand becomes almost like fairy dust by the end mm-hmm. in terms of like it just things are coated in it and it's i don't know yeah it's such a fantasy it's um, how they perceive themselves in that Mm. Uh, yeah, like it's there. It's like yeah. we're seeing in their perception of it going from this, yeah, being romanticized. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and I'm glad you brought up, you know, the moment where his wife shows up. And we learn that, like, oh, not only is he married, he has kids at home, and it's like, oh, of course. Like, yeah, of course. like I mean, like, so it was never said. He's but not it, some. I just don't see him it's as hard, some. It's like hard. It's harder to sympathize with him because I'm like, oh wait, like this whole time, yeah. You're just and like, I think that's the that's part of the that's joke. The joke. Is, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's all the more reason it makes me go back further. I'm like, so okay, like so they're it, both awful. It, well, it just makes it hit. The significance of the, yeah. the the allegorical stuff gets a, it's like I get that just contributes further to the satire at the end. Yes, of, yes. He's not some noble hero. Um, no, for trying to rape this rich woman and <laughs> acting as though he's beheading Marie Antoinette. Yeah, and and he's doing it for the good of the people. Oh, the people who are not around you know, to see it. Yeah, uh, he's he's. Uh, actively trying to get away from his family and then yeah. you know and then the wife just shows up at the end and is like come home okay like they walk but home. then yeah. she sees him running after the helicopter and no, then but, like and then his... he, so he like sits there on right. the shore mm-hmm. and then she see like the credits and she goes over or was i mistaken oh, she goes be... back and gets him oh, and says let's come home. like you're like right he, he does right. this fucking shit every week he's yeah. all down with the man until he gets lo- stuck on an island with a pretty lady yeah now it's all oh i'm back but uh, so basically you want the wife's story you want the wanna, next film to be about her <laughs> well just uh, with anything it's yeah. really just uh, i guess you uh that that lens is, yeah, is yeah. funny to me. No, and I think that uh, that 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 reframing of like yeah. the fact that she would show up at the docks there because he was like he wanted yeah. to kill himself. After uh-huh. she, you yeah. know, he's going, oh, women are terrible, blah 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 blah, yeah. shit, blah blah blah. And you see him, he's all fucked up on yeah. the edge of the pier. And then yeah. as the credits start rolling, uh, the it's pulling away or something. Yeah. And then you see the he, she walks up to hit yeah. his wife like. It's like, all right. Like, I'm stuck with this asshole. All right. But she does. uh, Same time next week. Yeah, exactly. I do love that you brought up a divorce Italian style because she makes a comment about how, like, thank God there's divorce now. (laughs) Like, like she's threatening it. You know, so we're we're far enough along in Italian history that now that is an option. It's a reference It's definitely a reference. I I mean, I feel like I can't not be. Um, and it's hard not to then get into the fact that while I understand that there's the, the, the money to blot, like there's the there's a, the socioeconomic all that all that crap going yeah. on in this movie. Yeah. No, at the end of the day, I feel like it's it like the the uh, the gender politics like it's intrinsically linked and like it can't yeah. that yeah. can't not supersede. Yeah. And all the more reason I'm like, well, good for that lady for for yeah, good for the rich lady to go back to like she's going to yeah. be subjugated. It's a Daisy That's a true. Daisy Great Gatsby situation. Like it's just fucking. She's, I mean, obviously the 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 um. The the husband's not great. There's, there's a, and I'm not saying that abusive relationship isn't better than Gatsby, but Gatsby isn't. It's the gilded cage of its own. Like they're not. She, you know, you have to, you have to yeah. be. Uh, she's a survivalist in her own way. Yeah, you know. Totally. And now he's he's gonna get upset about that. Go home to your kids. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. The wife showing up reminded me also of Jeannie Berlin and the Heartbreak Kid. Oh, yeah, that too. Because she was just that right level of annoying, you know, where it's, like, immediately perceptible that, like, oh, this is... Yeah. Listen, that woman has been betrayed, but it's, like, 
the, the all the discussion of the like northern woman versus the southern woman and yeah, all and that also stuff. It's, he's, it's all made. His life really sucks to him. Like you see yes. why he hates his life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And this was like the best he's time. He had, the, he had the time of his life. <laughs> but what really are his print? Like really are his principles though? Yeah. He wants you know yeah. he he still I'm also like, he still is attaining a prize or yes. he attempts yeah. to attain a prize. Oh yeah, so, like I mean he's no better than the principles he tries to stand on. We exactly. see that rampant in triangle. Yes, I think uh, maybe at times they're even they're they're extremely on the nose multiple times about that in yes. triangle. But I kind of like it for that per like I like there's something about that transparency. Sure. Of what's being said there that yeah like it's like the next step of the conversation people acknowledging the transaction and accepting of it yeah you know or uh being maybe a little like a step ahead yeah. of what we already are well, expecting to see it's funny because um the director of triangle ruben oslin i know we're going to talk about that but sure. he, he seemed very interested in sociology and feeling like his films are sociological in the sense that yeah. um, we're exploring what happens to people in certain dynamics or certain setups. And it's not finger pointing. It's not blaming people. It's it's just simply acknowledging the forces, be they economic or gender scripts or whatever it is that, that are bigger than our supposed free will. Right. You know, so um, that, yeah, I feel like that you're right that, the triangle takes it and makes it a little bit more explicit where I think this is maybe a bit, I'm going to say poetic, uh, but sure. No, it's the, 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 the poetry, mm. the poetry is tis, tis poetic. It's a bit briefer and tis more, poetical. Um, but also you can't help when, when there is that kind of nuance, it's easy to like, and miss something or, or it's easy for me to just be like, well, fuck yeah, she should be flying away. I'd be yeah. laughing at him. I'd be laughing at him in my helicopter going away. Like, yeah. how you think, like, I, I need to prove my love to you yeah. by, like, ruining my life for you. Like, Hell no. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I always thought Satine should have, should have, um, should have. Gone with uh, the Duke. Should have gone with the Duke. She had tuberculosis. He could have gotten to her to a hospital. Fair. You know, if Ewan McGregor had really loved her. I'm just saying, these men are not noble. These are the fucking little artistes in the alley. I'm the I'm the the mother of Allie in in um, the Notebook about this stuff. Where I'm like, <laughs> you think you you think you're a hero? I hide the letters from this poor boy, yeah. and then yeah. then secretly pine for the the construction guy I'll never be able to have because I I was I went skater boy, pretentious girl. Mm-hmm. I I did ballet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what more can I say. I don't know. Uh, I just one note before we move on about this. I just want to say that uh, the the husband of the wealthy woman gives a check to uh, Generino's wife and then she hands it to Generino and it's for uh, one million lira. Which yeah, and he like says, fuck my family. <laughs> like, I'm gonna buy a ring. Fucking, which, fucking idiot. Ring. Idiot. What a dummy. Idiot. Like it's just not, like and I get that it's poetic, it's this but pride it's silly. Thing, but, well, but it is supposed to be. He, You are supposed to I be like, I like when the, mom, a, the, the the wife is like, you spent all the money. I hate you, you yeah. stupid. Oh yeah. man, she's like, no. that went the whole, I'm glad divorce is a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like now. there's there's no question. That's, one of, that's the best scene in the movie yeah, for me. There's no question that like that's, and I think you're right. In it's the, way, the character like, that comes out in the improv scene that's finally like, you asshole. Exactly. Get back to work. No, she like, was the perfect button. Who lit the factory yeah, on fire? She was the perfect button. There's no question. Are but, you staging a coup? Are you planning a coup? I just want to mention, though, that at that time, it, a million lira would have been about like a little more than $1,500. But if you just that for inflation today, it's like nearly 10K or something. So anyway, imagine $10,000 being handed to your family and you decide which also was worth a lot more than two exactly for what that was right 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 then because i mean they don't use they use euros now so i had to like do the the translation in the 70s a million of anything just sounds i mean it sounds is, like a lot i yeah. would never say no to a million of anything I'm like yeah. you can do something with a million of something well i mean like one million won isn't that much that's like i'd, I'd rather have a million won than, than not, not. <laughs> yeah um Okay, so I just, I, I like a good uh, inflation adjustment note. So this film started as an idea Vert Mueller had while she was on vacation in, on a boat in August in the Mediterranean near Sardinia. And her friends were having a lot of political arguments, not unlike the two on the boat here. Very much inspired it. She just sort of thought about, you know, what would happen. Like, what would happen if two people were shipwrecked? And just sort of followed that to a logical conclusion. Um, 
this location of Sardinia on the East Coast, it was something that they were seeking out um, and they came back to to film because it was something that was described in an old travel guide, like a 19th century German travel guide, which yeah. one, it must have been one of the earliest ones uh, called Bedeckers. And it described this very special place called the Bue Marino Caves in Calaluna. And so this this area is gorgeous. It was way, I really liked... Like, if I was going to be uh, stranded on a deserted island, like, spoilers, I would rather it be the one from this than Triangle. Agreed. No oh, words, with spoilers for the Triangle. Yeah. But uh, whatever. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, it's shoot for, for different intended effects, I guess. You know, like, yeah. again, the island starts to become more and more romanticized. Yes, absolutely. She's wistfully looking oh, at the sunset. She's wearing you flowers her in her hair. Getting all... all she's, all she's all into it. Yeah. And, um, but her, even that feels so, like... Um, like... And we Today, never, but to, we never see her roots, which is also really impressive. I mean, so we're just a. And then this actress has such a distinctive face, mm-hmm. and like she, if you see her in other films, I mean, she looks very. She looks rich. She looks very different <laughs> in other films. She's got like, a little bit of an Anya Taylor Joy vibe. There's a little bit of a wide, ne- like a, she has, a, a wide yeah. set. She definitely eyes, has a wide like, set eyes. Kind of thing. It catches you. A yeah, little. she's got a really interesting look, and I, and I know she's playing this this capitalist bitch, but I, I really. Her style, like that gold chain with the black. I'm like, oh, fuck. And like how smart that they decided yeah. from a costume perspective. Like, well, we'll put her in this like sarong thing that can be tied a thousand different ways and give her all kinds of silhouettes. So yeah. it's just like, oh, my God. So good. Yeah. Anyway. You know, it's funny that you brought up Bo is Afraid because it, it, this did at the time seem like that kind of movie um, in that uh, – I think I pulled this from Variety. They said, this was the kind of movie audiences lined up around the block to see and emerged from feverishly chatting and arguing about. Vert Mueller didn't just tap the tangled politics of the 70s. She lit a fuse under them. Mm. And I can't, and, and Scorsese said something similarly that he said it was one of those pictures you had to see because it was a provocative cultural conversation piece wherever you went. And he's like, this was at the time of Straw Dogs and Clockwork Orange, Last Tango in Paris, you mm. know, and this was part of that conversation. And when you think about those movies and their intensity, yeah. this fits right in, I think. Absolutely. With, you know, it's it's of its time. It's kind of a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, you know, I love Giancarlo. He's my favorite. But he was a bit of a matinee idol in the 60s. Mm. Um, she started working with him. The first film they made together, well, where he was the lead anyway, uh, is called The Seduction of Mimi. And it's basically about a communist similar character, you know, mm-hmm. like from the South, who the seduction refers to him being seduced more or less by capitalist like fascism. Mm. And so his principles completely change by the end of the film. And so it's like this progression. And it's so um, he said of Vert Mueller that, you know, she created me. Like as an actor, I think he felt tremendous, tremendous debt to her, and they had a very happy collaborative relationship. And again, he's really her surrogate mm-hmm. uh, in these films. And I just that's great. I don't know. There's something really wonderful about that, and um, we'll talk a little bit more about about her. But um, people have described Giannini as Marcello Mastroianni meets a noble chaplain mutt, and I want someone else described him as comically handsome, which yeah. I'm like, what? What is it? Like, is it the eyes or the... It's charisma. Yeah, I think that's it. The animation. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him in films where he was younger, and he, like, he was smoking. I mean, I'm sure. like, I already, like, I dig this, but when yeah. I saw that, I'm just like, oh, my oh, God. Wow. Like, meow, meow, meow. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a fan. Um, John Simon, I just want to mention, was a critic who was pretty instrumental in getting Vermeuler to be taken very seriously both in the UK and the United States. He, mm-hmm. he saw Seven Beauties, also a great film. That was what she was nominated for Best Director, you know, mm-hmm. for. So um, highly recommend Seven Beauties. Definitely worth checking out. It's, uh, we can't talk about it. There's not enough time. Um, do you have any reviews? Yeah, it's uh, it's got an interesting... Yeah. Uh, Some people don't like it. Yeah, it's got an interesting gap in approval. 80% audience score, 59% Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Tomatometer, critic percentage score, scoring. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, Roger Ebert, four out of four, though. 2004 said, Swept Away is an absorbing movie. It tells a story we get involved in, and it's often very funny. Um, that is, he is reviewing the one from the 70s, though, right? Not like... They, yeah, that's a, okay, this is the okay. 70s one I'm, okay, I'm, okay. I'm reading. Because I haven't mentioned it at yes. all, but we... 
There is. A, do you think Roger Ebert would have given them a, the? It's the Madonna one, right? So yeah. Do you think he gave him? <laughs> no, that four I was just four. making sure. I'm sorry. I just had to make sure because there's maybe, another. Maybe he would. People weren't. No, we, I know there was two. Yeah, there's a, and the the guy who plays the the dude mm-hmm. is Giannini's son. So they literally just got his son to like be in the remake to play the exact same part. Why? I that's. So it made somebody feel good. I'm like somebody watched that movie and said, "Hey, I'm like I'm, I'm enjoying this kind of movie, and I understand the <laughs> reference." Yeah, I'm enjoying this. This anyway, um, I got a rotten one, but okay. it's like here we go. Nope, uh, strap in. I feel like it again better articulates my vibe. The, the vibe is from Karen Margulies of Spare Rib. I uh, wrote September 22nd, 2021. Swept Away is disappointing because it raises difficult questions about sex, class, and eroticism, which should be explored by women directors, yet its impact is to reinforce many man-made myths. I feel like it's a little... Man-made myth, I would want that to be expanded on more, but I think I get I, I get the idea a little bit. Okay. I feel like it's yeah. a little... Like it was too... Like it's it was too much... We, we we wanted we wanted to follow this type of narrative, so we wanted to make these specific choices. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let's see. We got yeah, Cole, Cole Smithy A plus said swept away is as relevant today as it was when it was made. The power that lovers wield is as psychologically transient as any political ideology of the day, and just as predictable. Um, let me go. So that was also a, a positive review mm-hmm. i will just pull up sorry on letterboxd no, no you're good and on boxed, it's got a 3.6 okay you little cinephiles mm-hmm. you little cinephiles people just like a sexy movie um <laughs> i know well, it's you not- did you five stars okay this movie isn't only allegory but it really helps if you can see this as a film about class struggle the sex is just icing on the cake meow 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 yeah that was I stand by that review. Yeah, well, I think yeah. a lot of people agree. And this is definitely one of those movies where people are writing bricks. It's oh, not a bunch of memey. It's All brick right. reviews. Brick reviews. This is very like the three women yep. uh, where people, it's a little bit of like a- Ready to let you- I want to let you- I, I. But I think that's what this movie does. Yeah, I think yeah it, clearly. I think it, it the, forces, the proof's in the pudding. People come out and they're like, wait, wait, wait. I have to, I have to know that you don't endorse this yeah. or I have to know you feel this. Like, you have to talk about it. Yeah, very well. Liked. I just I, I wanted to find something a little, a little, a little shorter. Well, mostly people are saying good things, but they're like really like, wow, you but know, is it is it offensive? Yes, but intentionally, and what <laughs> and like masochistic? Yeah. Yes, but it's good, and it's about society. Like it's yeah. like a lot. A lot of these are a little well, I think- a little waxen. You're you're one of the shortest reviews I've I've come across. Oh, oh look, Love Island Italian style, three and a half stars. Uh, I didn't can't get this. That's the weird thing with this app. It's like looking at the names. Oh, of I know. People. I know. Like I who know. are you? Who are? Yeah. Uh, who art thou? Uh, Hot girl slummer, four and a half stars. Sally Jane Black, uh, four out of ten. Uh, is what they gave. So okay. it'd be, yeah, like two out of five. Yeah. Is that how math works? Okay. <laughs> sure. An ugly communist revenge fantasy turns into a scathing story of A, how oppressors teach oppression, and B, the deceptive power bourgeois spectacle. There is no justice here. There's only viciousness. Generino abuses Raffaella not with regard for reforming her nor for helping his fellow workers, but out of spite. He claims he wants her to know how he feels when she abuses him, but ultimately he proves to be as manipulative and foolish as she is. She uses him, he uses her. They each have their limits, but these limits are relics of even older systems of injustice. He balks at sodomizing her, for instance, and she won't get divorced. The role reversals repeat until the lines are blurred and all that is left is nastiness. So they did not. That is... uh, a not nice one. I mean, you know, to be honest, like I don't disagree with a lot of that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just, it's just a question of like what feeling you come away with. You yeah. Know? Like I agree that they're not. I mean, look, people fucking love Bo is Afraid and it's not, again, I'm yeah. sorry to bring it up again. No, no, no. I, I, I definitely enjoyed this more than that. Sure. But, but I think I think they both have. It's how much, how they, much, they, how many concessions can you make for what it represents? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it they both function in a similar way in in conversation you yeah know? except that i get the feeling maybe people were talking about this one a little bit longer only because 
we seem to move past things very quickly. I think people just cared about this one more to do that. Like, I think it's more of a positive response Mm -hmm. that, you know, people didn't necessarily... Yeah. There, well, there's, uh, as you say, there's a lot to like. But it is, it is just for what it's trying to do. I wish it had just stuck the landing better. Yeah. Well, I think you know. Again, it's like the allegorical because, thing yeah. falls apart. It's true, and I th- and because it isn't just that. Like, and again, I I'm not so foolish as to be like, well, it's just that. No, it's not just that. It's also well, about because no, they're all ter- like you said, they're human all terrible na- people. It's sociological in the way that it's like, here's what happens when this well, yeah. is the, when this is when these are the circumstances. Here's the behavior that yes, and it is contemporary Italy. He is you know this southern you know uh, which in Italy like basically north and south. South is poor, and the north is rich, and it's kind of although <laughs> although I wouldn't describe it as a racial difference because it's not. It's like any culture that has to find a difference among itself. Oh, yeah. people in the South have darker skin. They're more, you know, because sure. it's, it's hotter down there. You know, so they, they find a way to make it different. So in a way, there's kind of, it's not racial, but there is this intense class plus cultural um, clash happening. Right. And those are the cultural uh, soups yeah. <laughs> of that time in those places. So again, they're they're bringing in all the nastiness as right. that person, I think, correctly asserts. I just, again, I think I'm excited by seeing someone represent that. Well, a lot of people were. You're not alone. Yeah. I think uh, I don't want you to feel persecuted. Oh, I don't. This is a I largely don't. enjoyed film. I wear by true cinephiles. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the fact that eighty percent of users uh, reviewers audience score on Rotten Tomatoes it's like I think it it, it is yeah no it's not a it's not a more dare. liked than disliked it's not a daring thing for me to advocate for this mm. I realize that not, you're a, not a hero no you're not a I'm hero I'm not a pioneer not a hero <laughs> um some other movies that were out at the time Jaws Three Days of the Condor Dog Day Afternoon another kind of you know yeah that's a tough one for some people uh One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest came out later that year yeah as did Mirror <laughs> The one we covered. We got a lot of heavy fare. Got a lot of heavy fare. I think this would have been a lot of fun compared to yeah. some of that shit. I mean, because I like Clockwork Orange, but that's that. That's game, a tough watch. Pretty gamey. You know? Yeah, it uh, is. It has some funny moments, though. It's like, sure. I, yeah, anyway. So in our director's chair this week, I brought her up a few times already. Ms. Lena Vertmuller, who was born in Rome in August 14th, 1928. She passed away in 2021. Um, she's a comes from a family of noble Swiss ancestry, which is intense. Uh, her father was a lawyer, but also a, as she described, domestic tyrant. So she spent a lot oh of her my. childhood arguing with him. Um, she grew up in Rome, obsessed with comic books, particularly Flash Gordon. The cartoonist and artist Alex Raymond, she was very uh, a big fan, felt like his framing was better than some cinematic framing. Like, you know, and I think it's interesting that uh, as a child, you know, comics are a perfect language of, of cinema, you know, the, the the changing of the shot, so to speak, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a very visual anyway. So I think that's she described um, this one particular comic magazine for children in Italy called The Adventurer. And she was like, this was the bedrock of her childhood. Like this was what formed all the stories. It was where all the and she had a very outgoing adventurous disposition. I said even from a little kid, she was just ready to like fucking take on the world. So a special kid. Like, I just, I don't know. I think she's interesting from the get. Um, she wanted to go to the National Academy of Dramatic Arts to become a director. She was 16, though, and you had to be 18. So instead, she went to this place called the Sharoff Academy. And it was run by this uh, Russian fellow named Pietro Sharoff. And he had been a student of Stanislavski. So she ended up going to this theatrical school, doing puppeting, doing, like, writing, doing comic theater, doing... Uh, she was a huge fan of musical comedies like that. She said half of half of what she was interested, you know, were the the, the comedy, the dance, the song, the music. She has a very musical um, uh, sort of bent. So I think it's interesting that you commented on it being kind of schmaltzy at the end mm-hmm. or, or tonally off because she's very much interested in music. And I I don't know. I, I didn't notice that when I watched, but maybe that was intentional. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, but she also loved the serious socially conscious work of uh, Giorgio De Luglio. Um, and he, she said, these two souls are the core of my nature. And so you see that, like, this is a strangely farcical comic. Like, they're almost representing bigger things than themselves. And right. Then but then, you know, we have we have the social element, but then we also have this, like, commedia dell'arte element. I don't know. Yeah. It's... 
it's kind of wild. It's yeah, a, that dichotomy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy to push those two together. Um, now, Lena Vermeuler through this theatrical, you know, friend, she made friends with Flora and Marcello Mastriani. So they were the ones who introduced her to Federico Fellini. She gets to become his assistant director for the film Eight and a Half. Cool. Which she said there was a mile of people who wanted to be that assistant director. And she's like, I wasn't even good at it, but people liked me. <laughs> so cool. it worked out. Um, but Eight and a Half. I mean, cinephiles out there know, big, yeah. big deal movie. Yeah. And Fellini, like, what an incredible mentor to have. Like, the guy, you know? I mean, well, I mean, people would argue with that, I'm sure. But um, I love Fellini, so that's very exciting to me. So uh, she, after working as an assistant director, she makes this film called I Basiliski, which means the lizards. And it's about um, just people in southern Italy, um, but the, the consequences of poverty. And it's it's very neorealist, you know, mm-hmm. socially conscious, um, but very, very serious. And so um, she was determined after that to not be pinned down as somebody who only did these sorts of things. And so she started courting other, you know, bigger, more like she did some TV musicals and she did, you know, she had a real... Uh, like wide resume of things going on. Yeah. Um, she also met an art director named Enrico Job. Um, they got married in 1968. He was a, a production designer for the theater and quite a gifted one. Like some people said that directors could be overshadowed by him because the designs would eventually essentially tell you how it should go. Like that's how intense. And if you look some of these things up for the opera and whatnot, I mean, they're really magnificent, like mm. huge huge pieces and like big arcs and layers i don't know it's fucking cool but they got married and i watched a documentary um called behind the white glasses with lena Mueller. highly recommended if you're interested um but she spoke very frankly about their marriage and how she's like i'm not sure i was good for him they were in this sort of power struggle artistically mm. and i don't know it's just i thought that was like wow like yeah. she you know at the end of her life she's sort of like you know we loved each other we definitely loved each other but I don't know that we helped each other. And I'm like, mm. oof, interesting. Um, again, I mentioned the fact that she's the first uh, woman to ever have been nominated for a Best Director Academy Award. And she did have this sort of explosion of success in the 70s. But she uh, sort of said something to the effect of you have to defend yourself from success and you can't believe it in, too, in it too much, you know, and messes everything up. So I, I think she's an artist to her core. And, you know, there, there really are sort of, I don't want to say there's only four films of hers that matter, but Love and Anarchy, Section of Mimi, Seven Beauties, and Swept Away are really just, they're the crown jewels of her career. And I highly, highly recommend looking into this woman, get to know her, her stuff, because like, I, I don't hear people talk about her enough. And it frustrates me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Who's your best supporting player? Oh, the wife. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm glad divorce is legal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you spent all the money. It's like, you know, again, talking to Tommy. Which is like, why you just spend the money, you idiot? <laughs> he just got like super rich. She's like, I saw you. Exactly. Yeah, I hate you. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. That shit was funny. Well, if you, one word we learned was stronzo, which is asshole, I yeah. think. So. Stronzo. Stronzo. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please write us a review, like, yeah. or, or just tell somebody about us, or, um, you know, put it on for your dogs before you go to work for the day. Just let it play. You know, we need those downloads. Your cats, and your cats, yeah, yeah. cats, cats too. Um, please, you can email us at a breath. Please email us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so desperate. You can email us at a breath of fresh movie at gmail and you can hit us up on social media at fresh movie pod on Twitter or Instagram. We bye.